Matthew Kimberly, welcome to the live feed, brother. I am so, so excited to introduce you to our community. You have no idea, brother. This is something that uh, the chiropractic profession has needed for a very, very long time. It's exactly what you have to offer. So I just wanted you to maybe introduce yourself a little bit, tell the people what you stand for, where you are, uh, what drives you, man, because you've had a hell of a story. I've watched a lot of your YouTube videos and uh, read a lot of your stories. So maybe share with the people uh, a little bit about you. Well, thanks for having me, uh, Jonathan. The pleasure is entirely mine, I'm sure. Um, any opportunity I have to help uh, your good people is an opportunity I'm going to grasp with both hands. So on on my business card, it says sales trainer, um, and it's so much more than that. I think that I like to sell fun and freedom and flow to self-employed people and small business owners. So I've been a student of sales, been a salesperson for a couple of decades, been a business owner probably for around 15 years. Uh, my first business was a professional services firm, my second business an educational firm, um, and that's what I continue to do today. So I work with solo practitioners, self-employed people, uh, one to two person business owners, and I help them inject more flow, more freedom, and more fun into their businesses, which for a lot of people looks like more time, more money, and less stress. And I do that by tackling three major areas of everybody's uh, business. How well you see yourself, how well you see your prospect, uh, and how well you see your impact on the world. Um, it's also about knowledge. It's knowing that the marketing you're doing is the right kind of marketing that's working for you. It's about knowing that the sales you're doing are the right kind of sales that are working for you. And it's about knowing that the way that you deliver service helps your clients and also helps yourself in your own goals. You know, some of my clients have goals where, which are financial. Some of them have goals which are stress related. Some of them have goals which are time spent on the business related. Some of them have a, most of them have a combination of all the three. So it's about deep knowledge that what you're doing is the right thing. And the third wheel, if you like, the third cog is all about Doing. It's about discipline, it's about tracking, it's about numbers, it's about deconstruction of what we've done so far. It's about reviewing the work until you get to the stage where things can happen almost in spite of you. A lot of my work is about being the personal trainer for your business who stands over you and says, one more rep, you know, one more rep, get one more rep in. Um, and and, and the, the other large part is teaching form. You know, if you're doing if you're doing reps with bad form, then you're going to injure yourself. And it's the same in your business. It's the same in your relationship. It's the same in your life. I just happen to specialize in the business world. And for many years, I used to head up the Book Yourself Solid School of Coach Training. And um, I know Book Yourself Solid is really popular with the chiropractic community. We've got a number of um, excellent uh, ambassadors for the program who your guys are familiar with, your girls are familiar with, who I'm familiar with. Um, and I'm really, really excited to come to speak to your community this summer. So thanks for having me. Man, I can't tell you how smoke we really are. I mean, I think in the chiropractic profession, uh, selling and marketing, we kind of get confused and we don't understand 
uh, exactly uh, how to control the message because we're so in love with the product. But in reality, kind of like we started to talk a little bit on the pre-chat about that, right? Like you had this conversation with uh, one of your clients, a chiropractor, uh, who had the wrong focus. Maybe if you could share, just I want to give these people a lot of value uh, on this live feed. So why don't you tell us about that story, brother? Absolutely. So um, this gentleman actually hasn't become a client yet, may, may become a client, may not. Um, I'm kind of detached from the outcome. I find if the, you know, the right people tend to gravitate towards me when the time is right. I had a chat with him and, and he was operating at kind of 50% capacity. Lovely guy, giver, run his own business for 27 years, you know, three decades. And still in three decades, obviously provided for his family, provided for himself, but he's still got this sensation that he could be doing so much more. There could be more patient visits. There could be higher fees. There could be greater impact. There could be easier referrals. There could be more money. There could be more time off. There could be more infrastructure, which means that him and his wife don't have to get their hands dirty with the administration and the booking and all of these things. So this, this, this business that's running fine, doing low six figures every year, but is just a, a well of untapped potential. And we did a bit of digging and we looked very deep at all the things that um, he he was working on, and, and we tried to have, tried to find out exactly what was missing. What what was the gap between what was causing the gap between where he wanted to be and where he is today? And you know, it would take it would take more than a twenty five minute diagnosis call to to really find out what the truth is. There'd have to be a full examination as a you know, professional. You know that. Um, what is it they say? Diagnosis, sorry, prescription without diagnosis is, is malpractice. So um, a couple of things, however, were glaringly apparent. He said to me, I'm trying to convert my community to the wonders of chiropractic. And I'm trying to sell chiropractic. And I'm sick of the negative reactions that people who have a preconceived notion of what the practice of chiropractic is bring to the table. And this was a big red flag for me. It was a big red flag for me because he's trying to educate a market that doesn't necessarily need educating in order for them to become a customer. And let me give you an example, Jonathan. My uh, eldest son, my oldest son, he's eight years old. He uh, has been diagnosed with something called sensory processing disorder. And this means that his uh, left brain and his right brain aren't working in sequence. They're not, um, you know, they, they call them disconnected kids. Um, there, are, there are a couple of um, wires that aren't fused properly somewhere up in the brain. And um, it causes behavioral issues, speech issues, um, modulation issues, things like that. So we've done every type of therapy under the sun. And we continue to. And relatively recently, we engaged... Uh, uh, a couple of chiropractors here in Malta, where I live, to work with him. But we didn't go to them because they were chiropractors. We didn't care that they offered a chiropractic service. It was irrelevant to us. We were only interested in the outcome, which is we think that we can help you with improvements in the behavior of your child. We think that we can help your child become mm. more grounded, more settled, less confused, less anxious, less angry. Um, and we believe that our methodology, which we'll tell you about sometime, is going to be the solution to this. Now, because we had a problem, because we had an issue that needed solving, we're happy to give it a try. And there, there are varying degrees of desperation. We're not desperate, we're patient, uh, but we're also eager. 
So we didn't care whether it was hypnotherapy, electric shock treatment, although we may have cared when we found that out. Um, we didn't care whether it was behavioral based. Um, we didn't care whether it was um, um, medical. We didn't care whether it was a, a pharmaceutical product, although we may have done when we found out. We were only interested in having that conversation once we knew that they could help us. <clears throat> and so I find, um, you know, he's trying to convert his community, trying to tell the world that what you need is chiropractic treatment. Um, and his ads, let's say he's running ads, might say something like, do you need a chiropractor? And his market was saying, I don't know, or no, or on the basis of everything I know about them, possibly, possibly not. Instead, he should have been leading with the outcome. The outcome is either solving the problem or giving them a, a, a benefit that they don't have today, You know, a, a, a wonderful thing they don't have today, or taking away a painful thing that they're struggling with today. Um, and, and I would bet my last dollar that if he switched up his ads to, I'm gonna take an example, but you can replace this with absolutely any example that suits. You know, Are you suffering from frequent headaches? Do you have a bad back? Do you have low energy? Do you uh, frequently get confused? Do you sleep all afternoon? Uh, do you want to fix that? Then he'd have more conversations with people. So it's about selling the outcome rather than the delivery vehicle. Um, I hired a, I had a, a personal trainer um, slash life coach for the first time in a long time recently. And I've always been averse to things like, you know, morning routines, meditation, gratitude journaling. It's never sat very well with me. I've always considered myself to be far too smart to buy into that woo-woo nonsense. But it got to the stage where I needed an outcome that was happier, more positive, Matthew, uh, that was more energetic, that was spring in my step when I woke up in the morning. And so on the back of that, having a conversation with the lady who I hired to help me, she was like, do you want to have a spring in your step? Do you think you could have a bigger smile on your face? Would it feel great if you had more energy at the end of the day? I was like, yes, 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 yes. I want that. I want that. She said, but do you really want it? I said, yes, I want it. She goes, great, because I've got a methodology. You might not like it, but it'll work. I said, I don't care. She goes, right, morning meditation, gratitude journaling. And I was like, oh, all of a sudden, I didn't, I, I was even averse to that but it was outweighed by the benefits that she told me I was gonna get. So um, don't sell chiropractic. Don't sell it, sell the result that you get. Uh, I don't know how much that would cost for that, uh, <laughs> that little bit of wisdom. It's seriously priceless. I hope a lot of people listen and take that in. What do you think that is the biggest untapped potential in some of your clients? I mean, you're dealing mainly with service-based industry. Uh, what do you notice? Like, where are people falling short of their potential? Um, my, my clients, I, I score them on a kind of scale with, with zero judgment, just as a kind of um, diagnostic tool as to, as to where they are in terms of the evolution of their business and their, and their mindset. And it's, it's a question of following discipline. It's a question of, of testing offers, testing products. But there's two major shifts that need to happen up here. Um, that's where it is. We know that you can become a seven-figure chiropractor. How? Because other people are doing it, right? So we have empirical proof that it's possible, right? So therefore, you could say, well, it's not possible to run a seven-figure chiropractic business. And we could say, in all honesty, that's not true because we can look at, we can give a, a dozen examples, maybe a hundred or a thousand examples of people who have got multiple practices, high-paying patients, 
whatever that might be. What we can say for, for certain is maybe you as an individual cannot run a seven figure or cannot build a seven figure chiropractic business. And that would be true. And the only difference between them and you is what's up here. They have access to the same resources. They have access to the same um, credit lines. They have access to the same education. They have access to the same marketplace. Um, but you have to go through two major jumps. So the first, the first group of people are the procrastinators. The procrastinators are the people who are permanently researching, permanently planning, permanently um, putting things into place, putting things into motion so that this time next year, I'll take in my first patients or this time next year, I'll hang my shingle and I'll open my practice or this time next year. And these people need to, yeah, it needs to be, forgive the expression, balls to the wall. They need to get out of their own way and they need to get onto the field of play. So that's the first group of people. And that's a hundred percent mindset is, is, do you have the belief? Do you have the belief that it's, um, that it's something that you can do. And frankly, the only way to believe it is to experience it, which means often you have to get out there and you have to make the offer and you have to convert your bedroom into a, a, a drop-in surgery or whatever that is. Then you reach the stage, so you've, you've decided to engage with the rules of the game and you've done that first mental leap, which takes you to the next stage. So you go from procrastinator to player and you're playing the game. And at this stage, you're, you're, um, you're learning the rules. You're learning the rules of marketing. You're learning the rules of sales. You're learning the rules of patient management. You're learning the rules of customer satisfaction. You're learning the rules of service levels. You're learning the rules of taxes, of, of accountancy, of, of um, planning, of cash flow, all these things. Um, and you're, you don't have much time. You're driven by stress. It motivates you. It's an exciting time. Uh, and hopefully, with, with hard work and discipline, you can graduate to the next level, which is um, managers. You go from procrastinator to player to manager. Uh, and manager is where you've, you kind of manage the rules. The rules work for you. You are working the rules. You're not learning them anymore. You know what works for your business. You know what doesn't work for your business. But now you've got this kind of symbiotic, codependent relationship with your business where you might be able to afford to take a couple of weeks off, but the amount of money that's coming in, you are dependent upon it. And the money is also dependent upon you being actively involved in your business. So you've reached this, this, this trade-off, if you like, where you might be playing towards the top of the game. You're playing by the rules that you've learned. Um, you're perhaps juggling um, multiple patients or multiple practices or multiple parts of the business. And you've got this sensation that something's really got to give. And that's when you need the second major mindset shift. If you're going to move from manager to master, you've got to decide to take the rules that you are that you understand, that you're playing. You're an expert when it comes to the rules of the game. And you've got to rewrite them to suit you. You've got to rewrite them um, and you've got to rework them. You've got to break the existing rules. You've got to know the rules to break them. But it's at that stage, that top level of the ascension ladder, if you like, uh, that you really start to get excited. Your stress levels are very low. Um, money serves you rather than you and money having a kind of testy relationship where there's enough of it. So long as you keep feeding it, it will keep giving back to you. Um, and you're both dependent upon each other. You move to the stage where, where money serves you, where the prospect of time um, excites you. You know, you've got time off. You can do new projects. You can do fun things. You are in control of your calendar rather than your calendar being in control of you. And stress um, no longer beats you up. 
like it used to do at the previous level. Um, but instead, it excites you. You're like, I'm feeling the stress. This means I'm on to something good. Uh, so I'm absolutely fascinated by helping people ascend through these levels, which comes from um, uh, accepting to play by the rules, which is you're not going to get a patient if you talk just talk about it. You've got to get out there and make offers. And then working the rules, which is we know that this works, so we're going to have the discipline to do it over and over again. Um, then it comes to managing, uh, working the rules, playing the rules, and then breaking them and doing it your way. So that's a real exciting journey that I take my patients on. I love two that. Mindset shifts. To answer your question, I realize I just spent 20 minutes answering a very simple question, but two major mindset shifts, one to play the game and second to rewrite the rules of the game once you're playing it. And I think that's totally applicable to most, uh, not only service-based industry, but most human beings. I mean, if you can transcend that, uh, and become a master of your life. It does start here. It's all up here. It's the last great frontier. You know, it's like we know so much about the earth and uh, science has taught us so much about the universe, but we still don't understand so much about how to control our own destiny. Um, I know we don't got so much time left on your time. Super valuable. Uh, I just want to ask you what, what do you want people to walk away with after they come to Axiom August 24th, 25th in Amsterdam? What's your big goal? What do you want to leave people with? Um, empowerment is a big word, but I believe that um, knowledge coupled with um, instructions on how to apply that knowledge in the real world is is empowering, right? So I'm going to give you the framework for um, closing more business, um, for getting out of the way of yourself, for streamlining and systematizing the client enrollment, the patient enrollment process, for creating more opportunity, and then a specific playbook for, you know, go out here, do this, go out here. Do it. And, and well, I'll be talking for what, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, and, and you'll be taking furious notes, uh, I hope, because I'll give you this kind of paint by numbers guide to growing your practice almost inevitably. And I'm really excited. I'm so stoked, Matthew. I got to ask, is there going to be an apple sold? Um, I may be selling, I may be demonstrating the, uh, I may be, I may, I, without ruining the punchline, I may be demonstrating how to sell. Uh, seemingly less valuable objects for great value. That's awesome, brother. Thank you so much, man. I look forward to seeing you in Amsterdam, August 24th, 25th. Thank you again, brother. Thanks for having me, John. Let's see you soon. All right, ciao.